this is Lee Klein. We're talking about getting ready for Jesus. Jesus is coming, and he wants us to be prepared. He's calling us to be without spot or wrinkle, that beautiful bride that stands before him. And that happens as we let him recreate us in his likeness. When you move in with King Jesus, you're going to look like him if you let him prepare you for that wedding day. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for teaching us, for telling us things to come, even for telling us that we're not ready. We just so adore you. We appreciate your patience with us. And we, we, just, we just bow before you. And we know that you know everything. And we don't know anything. And so we are humbled before you this day. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So yeah, Jesus is coming. In 2 Peter 3, 9, we can see that we are not ready. Jesus is long-suffering. He's waiting for us to be prepared to stand before him that day. He does not want to say, away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. So I want to read to Revelation 19, 7. Let us rejoice and shout for joy, exulting and triumphant. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him Glory and honor for the marriage of the Lamb at last has come, and his bride has prepared herself. So we're getting ready. We have to prepare for the wedding. She was permitted to dress in fine, radiant linen, dazzling and white, for the fine linen signifies, represents, and the righteousness, the upright, just, and godly living deeds, conduct, and right standing with God of the saints, God's holy people. So we're permitted to dress in that fine linen when we prepare for that day. And Jesus is teaching us that we need to prepare. Just like you would prepare for your wedding, you have to prepare for Jesus. So since the Bible calls us the bride of Christ, since Jesus is our groom, then it's easy to compare um, in the natural if you're going to get married what kind of person you want to marry. You want to marry someone that is going to stay with you forever, someone that loves you, respects you, someone that is devoted to you, someone that would never betray you, someone that you can just always count on. You want someone that's going to love you and understand you, have compassion for you. That's the kind of person most of us are going to look for. And in turn, that is... I think our nature to treat someone the same way. And, and so when you are looking for someone to marry, you look for those qualities. You look for those good qualities and, and, and then you make that commitment. And so really the first thing in getting ready for Jesus is you have to decide, do you wanna live with him forever? And, and seriously, you have to compare how you live here, how, how you would decide who you're going to marry here, to marrying Jesus. Is this what you want to do forever? I think it's really a good idea to look at it that, look at it that way. It, are you going to marry him? Are you going to find out who he is before you marry him? Or are you just going to just go to heaven because you think that's the thing to do? Um, so many times people right here on the earth don't have time for Jesus. 
they actually don't agree with him because they're not doing what they know the word says or they don't know what the word says so how can they agree with him so if you're going to get married in the natural you get to know that person and you come in agreement you become engaged to that person and then you decide that this is this is a person for me I love this person. I want to live with this person forever and ever and ever. And so then you become engaged with that person. And if that person would betray you, you would be jealous. And and you wouldn't want that to happen. But it could happen. It could happen. And, and it does happen. But with Jesus, he's never going to betray you. And so to live forever and ever with Jesus is really the ideal kind of eternity. Because if you don't marry Jesus, if you don't marry that one that gave his life for you, the one that has the most compassion for you, the one who cares about you, the one who will never leave you or forsake you, then there's only one other choice, and that is to spend eternity with the enemy and that wasn't God's design for us but Jesus is teaching us because we don't have the right information we're making the wrong choice and so Jesus is teaching us that there is a choice to make and it is like getting married and and he wants you to become engaged with him so you can get to know him and we know God is a jealous God. And of course, when you marry someone in the natural, you're going to be jealous if they betray you. Yet we betray him all the time. You know, we ask Jesus to come live on the inside of us. We tell him we want to live with him forever. And yet we have other gods before him. And Jesus knows that we don't know that we're being tricked. Unless you get to know him, you're going to have all this information you didn't have before. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, Jesus said. I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, this beautiful life. He's promising us that, but the enemy comes to try to take it. And he tries to trick you. And I just want to encourage you, study Mark 4. Because Jesus said, if you don't understand this one thing, you won't understand anything. And then he tells all the ways the enemy comes to try to steal Jesus from us. He hates God. And God is so in love with his children that that is the only way the enemy can get back at him, by stealing us away from him. And so... Jesus wants you to know that. He wants you to know. You have to decide, are you going to marry him or are you not? Do you love him or don't you? And that's that's the place that we are at right now. Jesus is coming and he knows we have to make that choice. Many have not really made the choice. Many have betrayed him. They made a choice and they betrayed him and they don't know what they're doing. They don't even know. Unless you sit with Jesus and let him teach you and correct you, tell you how he feels, you're not going to know that you've already betrayed him 
you've already broken that engagement with him and you don't even know it. You cheated on him. I wanted to um, go to Matthew 25 where Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, without forethought, and five were wise, sensible, and intelligent and prudent. This is the Amplified Classic Bible. For when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil along with them, also with their lamps. While the bridegroom lingered and was slow in coming, they all began nodding their heads and fell asleep. But at midnight there was a shout, Behold, the bridegroom, go out to meet him. Then all the virgins got up and put their own lamps in order. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, There will not be enough for us and for you. Go in instead to the dealers and buy for yourself. But while they were gone away to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were prepared went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Later, the other virgins also came back and said, Lord, Lord, open the door to us. But he replied, I solemnly declare to you, I do not know you. I am not acquainted with you. Watch, therefore, give strict attention. Be cautious and active, for you know neither the day or the hour when the Son of Man comes. And so Jesus talking to me about today is, notice how they were called virgins. And a virgin saves herself for that one man in the natural, right? And so compared to that, Jesus is saying, am I, am I the one? Will you devote, will you commit to me? He said, watch, be careful. Be ready on that day. So while he lingers in coming, have you betrayed him? Have you dated other men, other women? Have you gone astray and gone after something else? Did you forget who you were looking forward to meeting that day? And that's what Jesus is saying to us today. We're not ready because we haven't really made the choice. We make the choice and then we forget that we made a choice, that we're engaged. We get that ring on our finger, that engagement ring, but still we're dating other men. We've gone astray. And he said, he's saying, you got to make a clear choice or he's going to say, I didn't know you. I wasn't acquainted with you. You betrayed me. You walked off. I didn't know you. And so while he lingers in coming, remember who you're engaged to, who you decided, if you decided, the one you want to spend the rest of your life with. And, you know, I just want to encourage you. I, I, don't, I don't think that we think about this too much. Although I have, because I've had some warnings from Jesus, I ask him to warn me, to tell, to tell me things to come, and he does. I ask Jesus to correct me, because I don't want to stand before him that day 
and him say, away from me, I never knew you. And, and Jesus correcting me, he, he's told me, he's warned me a few times that I betrayed him and I didn't even realize it. And so it's really important that you sit with him and every day and find out what he's thinking. Find out if you hurt his feelings. He knows. He, he, he knows when you walk away from him. And sometimes you don't know because the enemy is so sly. And so I started to say that in, in looking beyond where you are today and, and looking ahead and um, looking at what hell would be like and if you really want to live there. In fact, ask Jesus to help you to see. Ask him to give you eyes to see. Um, when he told me at one time, I was like the five foolish virgins, and it was really real, real to me. He was going to open that door for me. I was one of those that was going, Lord, Lord. And he said, I'm not acquainted with you. And um, just just the knowing that he gives you and um, having a vision of standing in hell with an ice cream cone in my hand because that was my God and, and the sign said, this is my God. And having the knowings, the corrections that he gives you will really make it clear to you to decide which way are you going to go. And a, a choice has to be made. You have to make a choice. And, and so you should be asking Jesus, Revelation 3.19, correct me. You don't want to find out on that day that you betrayed him, that you had a God before him. You want to find out now. You want to find out now and get correction now. You don't want to find out when it's too late, right? When it's too late, he's going to say, there's nothing I could do. And Jesus is reaching out to us. Seek him. Find out what he's thinking and how he's feeling. He'll let you know when you hurt his feelings. He'll let you know. He wants you to know. He's the person. He, he wants you to know what he's thinking and how he's feeling. He's in love with you. It's not his will that you would perish. And that's why he hasn't come yet, because he wants you to know. He wants you to, to look at that scripture as a warning, the word. He wants you to look at it and say, okay, am I going to be one of those people? He says, away, to me, away from me, I never knew you. He doesn't want you to just, just say, of course I'm ready, I'm going to make it. When you get ready to marry Jesus, when you become engaged with someone, it's a serious thing, and there is effort involved. You don't just decide you're going to marry someone, and then all of a sudden it just happens. It is something you prepare for. And today, we're talking about deciding who you're going to marry, who you're going to spend your eternity with. For better, for worse, for richer, for poor, till death do us part. It's like that. It's a commitment that you have to make in order to be ready to stand before Jesus that day. 
when you made that commitment, he's certainly not going to say, I didn't know you. But when you make that commitment and you stay true to him, just like you want him to stay true to you, right? You want him to be there for you. He wants, to be, he wants you to be there for him. He wants you to care about what he cares about. He wants you to love him. He, want, he wants you... You, he wants to be the most important thing to you ever. And you are the most important to, thing to him ever. And he is showing us ahead of time where we're at. And, and, and that's how important we are to him. That he's not going to just be offended and, and, and just let it go and you spend your eternity in hell. That's how much he cares. He cares. And so that's the first thing that you have to do is you have to find that person you're going to marry. Who's it going to be? And then once you decide you're going to marry Jesus, which um, it, it, it's just apparent that would be the one that you'd want to marry. He's committed to you. He gave his life for you. He took those stripes for your healing. He bore your sickness, your pain, your sorrow, because he loved you and he didn't want you to be in pain so he took that pain for you he laid down his life so God's spirit could live on the inside of you so you could be together all the time so you would have the choice of him coming to live on the inside of you so will you devote to him do you want him to be devoted to you so I was thinking that um some of the things I did is uh, I, w I went on YouTube and I heard testimonies of people that went to hell and they came back and they told it what it was like. I had a dream that I was in hell, but um, it wasn't like really, really scary. It, w it was just like in a, in a, a holding kind of place. We're, we were trying to find our way out. I, I was there with um, my sister and my brother in the dream. And I also was in heaven with Jesus and sat at the banquet table. And having those um, two completely different choices, of course, I'm going to pick Jesus. And Jesus has been there for me forever. I love him. And there's no other choice for me. But the thing is, is sometimes we don't know what we're doing. And that comes from a lack of sitting with him, getting to know him, asking him to correct you. When you sit with him, you can feel conviction of what is in the way. What is, in the, what, what is um, keeping you from being in right standing with him. And then your part is to correct that. And, and if you don't correct it, and of course, with his help, then you're just going to be betraying him. He's going to show you what is in the way. What is your God? Who are you looking to? What are you looking to? Be it food or, or shopping or having power or having lied to someone, whatever it is, whatever sin is in your way. He's going to tell you going to tell you what it is. So sit with him. 
Ask him to correct you. Revelation 3.19, I correct those I love, I convict and convince and reprove them. And he's doing that so that you can move in with him. When you become engaged with someone, you guys talk about your differences and work them out and and um, you, you agree, you come to, you come to a, an agreement, you're engaged. And that's what's happening when Jesus recreates you in his likeness, when he helps you get rid of that sin, which is actually a bondage, it's the enemy controlling you, then you're being recreated in his likeness. And it's awesome. His way's awesome, it's love, it's cool, it's amazing. He's the one. He's the one for me, he's the one for you. But you're not going to know that unless you take that time to sit with him and let him show you so you can see clearly what is happening, what is about to happen. He's about to come and he wants you to know. He wants you to know everything so that you know the exact choice that you're making. So what Jesus is saying today is, will you marry me? Will you be devoted to me? I gave my life for you. I proved myself to you. Now, will you prove yourself to me? Will you become engaged with me? Will you live with me forever and ever? Will you take the time to get to know me? Will you honor me? Will you let me do good for you? Jesus is so in love with you and he wants you to marry him. And so if you haven't taken the time to get to know him and accept that engagement, then that's where you are right now and you need to do that. You need to make a clear choice, yes or no. He wants to know yes or no. And if you're saying yes, then you're going to oblige him. You're going to get to know him. And you're going to be ready when he comes. And remember, he's jealous. And, and the, the virgins, they fell asleep. Don't fall asleep, but stay alert. Don't let the enemy trick you. Stay alert. Make sure Jesus is the one in your life, that you're following him and nothing comes before him. And then he's going to grow you up. And he's going to give to you more than you can ask or think. He's going to recreate you in his likeness and put you on that good path that leads to eternity. He's going to be there for you all the time. There's nothing that he won't do for you. Even when you betray him, he's still looking out for you. Because many times we don't know it. Some people might know it and they continue to go the way they want to go anyway and maybe sometimes think that you know they have time yet I heard someone say the other day um, and uh, he, he was saying that judgment is coming and he compared it to Amazon when it tells you your package is out for delivery and he was saying that um, that judgment is out for delivery Jesus in other words, Jesus is coming, and you don't have much longer, and so don't put it off and think that you can get in at the last minute by the skin of your teeth. If you don't know, Jesus is going to say that. If you betrayed him, he's going to say, away from me. You betrayed me. 
I didn't know you. Right? When two people in the world get divorced, that's pretty much what you're doing. If you said the prayer and you, you thought that's all you had to do, but you still just went off and put everything else before God, then you betrayed him. And maybe you didn't know that. That's the thing is when you don't spend time with Jesus every day, you're not going to even know that he calls you his bride. You're not going to know that you betrayed him. You're not going to know to put him first. You've got to read the word of God. He is his word. That's how you get to know him. And then he'll start telling you, teaching you his way. And when you adapt to that way, you're engaged. And then you're going to be able to marry him and wear that dress, that white dress. Let us rejoice and shout for joy, exalting and triumphant. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor. For the marriage of the Lamb has at last come, and his bride has prepared herself for the first. So the first step in preparing for Jesus is saying, yes, I'll marry you. Get to know him. Decide what you're going to do, and then say yes. And then he will start helping you to prepare for him. And then you're going to be permitted to wear that dress in fine linen and dazzling in white for the, for the fine linen signifies, represents the righteousness of God. The upright, just, and godly living, deeds and conduct, and right standing with God of the saints, God's holy people. I told you I was in heaven, and in heaven I saw my dress, the dress that this is talking about, and it was like hanging from the sky. And then later when I was sitting with Jesus at the banquet table, I wondered what I looked like in the dress because we were getting ready to sit with Jesus when I saw my dress. And um, he let me see how it looked on me. So I actually made it through that door that initially he told me I wasn't going to make it through because I was betraying him. And so anyway, it was cool. It was cool, and I'm excited that I'm going to be able to wear that dress. And I tell Jesus every day, correct me. Keep correcting me. Let me know. Let me know if I get off the path. I want to be your bride without spot or wrinkle. I was telling you the other day that he was showing me again that I was missing it, and it came up on the inside of me that I want to be perfect. I want to be perfect so that I can get all, have all that God has for me and so that I can be sure to have eternal life. The enemy, he comes dressed as an angel of light. And without Jesus, you're not going to know that he's tricking you. And so is it yes or is it no? Do you want to be perfect? Do you want to grow up and be like him? Do you want him to recreate you in his likeness? Do you want to live with him forever? Or do you want to live with the enemy forever? I just want to encourage you again. Go on YouTube and watch videos of people that have been in heaven and people that have been in hell. And ask Jesus to show you the truth.
Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us your way, for showing us truth, for telling us ahead of time whether we're ready or not. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good to us. Prepare us. Thank you that we can see the choice that we're making. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. Jesus has a word for us. I'm coming. I'm coming soon. Prepare. Make your choice. Will you marry me? Or are you telling me no? Make a clear choice. Decide now. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And <sighs> Will you marry him? I'm going to marry him. I'm not going to miss it because I have him to help me make it. And so do you if you choose him. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.